What's up, everybody? This is Ray Loves Movies. My name is Ray Taylor. Welcome to a special home edition of Ray Loves Movies. Once again, I'm not in my van. I'm recording this from my bed uh, room, kind of, you can call it. Uh, so I'm going to talk about the movie. Came out last year, <clears throat> 2017. Came out the end of last year. And uh, it's a movie that probably would have made my top 10 if I had seen it last year. However, it just got released in the valley where I'm at. Um, and I finally got to go see it. The movie I'm talking about, as you know, I, Tanya, the uh, biopic probably one of the best biopics i've ever seen ray is really good walk the lines really good but you know there's there's some good ones but i mean as far as like not just being a straight up drama and having a lot of comedic moments uh i tanya is uh probably one of my favorites thinking about it now uh so let me do the imdb synopsis for those that aren't familiar with history uh, competitive ice skater Tanya Harding rises amongst the ranks at the U.S. Figure Skating Championships, but her future in the activity is thrown into doubt when her ex-husband intervenes. Um, so this is a movie about Tanya Harding, which for those that don't know, the only thing I really know about figure skating is that Tanya Harding and, uh, God, what was the, the other chick's name? Um... Nancy Kerrigan. Is that right? Uh, let's see. Did they even cast the... Um, so this was directed by Greg Gillespie, who's also done Lars and the Real Girl. Uh, he did The Fright Night, Finest Hours. Let's see here. What else did he direct? Um, the Finest Hours, which I don't even know if I saw that. Uh, million Dollar Arm. Eh. Uh, Fright Night remake, never saw it. Bunch of TV, Lars and the Real Girl, and Woodcock. So he went from like a cheesy comedy, Mr. Woodcock, which was not very good, to Lars and the Real Girl, independent, kind of more toned down comedy. Um, then some uh, episodes of United States of Terra, Generations, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of a probably. I would say the best film this dude's done uh, overall from top to bottom. It does have very much a like a uh, Coen Brothers feel to it. Kind of Coen Brothers, kind of uh, the guy that did uh, the Ocean's Eleven remakes. Uh, what's his name? Escaping me. I'm horrible with names anyway. Um, but it kind of had that vibe because there's a lot of kind of uh let's see I can't type in Here we go. come on oceans 11 why is that not showing up correctly there we go uh steven soderberg so it kind of had like a Soderbergh uh, kind of feel to it, kind of had a uh, Coen Brothers feel to it, uh, but also, and like, I heard like Scorsese and Goodfellas kind of a vibe. I don't, I don't really see 
that much Scorsese in the movie. Um, aside from like the music, I guess, because the music was kind of a, a character in a way. Not really. Not as much as like Baby Driver, but um, stylistically, it was awesome. They did all kinds of different things. There's like characters breaking the fourth wall all over the place. There's all kinds of different narration. Um, but it's taken from the actual interviews uh, based on the investigation of the Tanya Harding uh, scandal that happened. Um, where I, like, my memory of it was that maybe it was that her husband did it, but it's like they were for the trials for the Olympics, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding, uh, kind of quote unquote friends that are in the same business. So they had a lot of, you know, they hung out together in the past and. Like they they were quote unquote friends, but it's also a competition, and uh, you know there was a, a thing where you know Nancy Kerrigan's knee got bashed in by a dude, and I thought it was like her husband that did it, like actually did the the act, but it was somebody else. Anyway, the movie's great. I fucking loved it. Like I said at the beginning, I probably put it on my top ten of last year somewhere. I don't know what's what's getting bumped off i don't know where it goes in there but i thought it was an amazing amazing movie probably one of the most entertaining biopics that i've seen just just because it didn't do the standard biopic i could see somebody doing a biopic of this story and it being like all the other biopics very dramatic very very uh you know white bummer but this one was definitely more way more comedy because there's a bunch of, like, just fucking redneck idiots. Like, yeah, I didn't know anything about Tanya Harding. I didn't know her story. All I remember was the scandal back in the day and that she was a good ice skater. But she's like the Andre Agassi of skating, which that's, like, he's like he was like the rebel of tennis. So she was like the rebel. Different, completely different lifestyles um, that brought him into it. But as far as their effect on the sport, they're very much, like, kind of turned a very posh kind of high-end frou-frou kind of a thing into in a way in their own ways into a more of a rebellious kind of a rock star kind of a thing like with the music that she would play and uh skate to and uh you know up to her you know just inability to afford high-end costumes like she made a lot of her costumes um but yeah so it's it's very much about like a heavily abused woman girl who ends up like mentally physically abused person who ends up finding uh success in ice skating and because she's surrounded by other completely stupid people just like the most the dumbest people um you know easily could be managers at like let's say a costco uh be making tons of money because you don't need a lot of brain function to be one of those but she uh grew up around she was around a bunch of idiots and because of that like circumstances in her life kept going bad like i see this in a lot like some people call it bad luck now there's bad luck for sure but there's also like not being prepared being around people that do things without thinking of consequences like there's a part in this movie towards the end of the movie where it's just like another bad luck thing for her where her uh her lace on her skate is broken and it's like you know it's not my fault 
not my fault. My legs broke before the thing. I had a problem. It's like, well, maybe you have backups, you know? It's like maybe it's an important thing that, like, you only have a, a few pieces of equipment to do what you need to do, right? You have your outfit and your skates, right? So maybe have a spare outfit just in case something happens to your outfit and maybe have some fucking, you know, spare parts for your skates, you know? Make sure the blades are aligned. Do some, like, preparation before you go out there and do your thing. Like, that's not not being prepared is your fault. So when something happens and because you're not prepared, you can't deal with it, it's not bad luck. It's you didn't prepare for fucking shit to go wrong. Shit always goes wrong. And that's kind of like the mentality of Tanya Harding and the people around her. It's just like they do things, they think they have an idea, and they live in like this fucking deluded universe where, you know, they think they're what they do is more important than the reality. Like even there's one person that thinks he's like an anti-terrorist like guy, a bodyguard, and he's like none of those things. Just deluded people. And it's like I've met a lot of these people. I know a lot of people that could have been all these characters in this movie where it's just they they don't understand reality and because or they just never decided to look into reality so they just come up with what reality is and then that's just how they live their life it's like oh this is how i think reality is so i'm just gonna live my life this way but uh yeah i thought it was fucking despite it being pretty much you know you're watching this girl being abused it's like but is there so much humor in it there's so much humor in it the acting's amazing the characters the casting is amazing at the end of the movie they show the, the real people, like, they show her mom, they show, you know, her husband and her and uh, the husband's friend. Um, and it's just, like, there's a movie that kind of reminds me of it that came out last year also called Lo- Logan Lucky. Lucky, yeah. Logan Lucky? Lucky Logan? One of, the, one of the two. Not a good movie. I really didn't like that movie at all. It was, I mean, it, it had moments that were okay, but it was overall, it was like, it was like a poor man's Coen brother movie with like just over the top acting and just, I don't know, it's just nothing fit. Like, I didn't really give a shit about that movie. It was, there's a scene in that movie in Logan Lucky where they're breaking into uh, the cash vault of a racetrack to steal the money. And the guy they break out, there's like this huge elaborate thing to break this guy out of prison because he's a bomb guy. And the bomb that he makes literally does nothing but make smoke. Like it didn't do anything to help them get the money. It was the dumbest, like this whole elaborate thing to break him out and then break him back into prison to, to do the bomb. Like the bomb wasn't even necessary. He literally did nothing. Anyway, it kind of reminded me of that movie as far as like just these stupid characters but this is played a little bit more realistic i think sadly that like there's just people that live in this deluded reality where they just like instead of figuring out how things actually work they just kind of hypothesize how things work and then that's their reality so it's like uh you know i i can't think of an example but that's just it's just something that I've come across, especially when I was selling electronics, sold electronics for 10 years, and people that didn't know 
how electronics worked would come in with their own kind of explanation in their head, whether they came up with themselves or an, an idiot that they, you know, relative or friend told them like that, you know, some, some delusion passed on or created within their own mind, but like how they think things work and why things happen a certain way was so far off the beaten path of the reality of the situation. Um, that it was just sad. It's sad because you got to re-educate them in life and reality, uh, and that's what a lot of these characters were. So it's a lot of like, there's not a whole lot of smart people in this movie. You know, it's it's very much like Burn After Reading. Like Burn After Reading is like a a notch more ridiculous than this, in a way, because it is it Burn After Readings. You know, a fictional movie where this is based on real life. So I guess because people like this actually exist in real life it's a little bit more impactful i tanya compared to burn after reading just because it's like oh there's fucking stupid people that can drive and vote and have kids and have like a lot of kids and you know own guns like there's people that are not mentally with it to do most things on in our society but they're able to do they have the ability to do all of the things that, you know, smart people can do. It's scary. It's scary. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's all about, like, what – it's it's very much about – Tanya. it's not just about the incident. It's very much about Tanya Harding growing up. I, like, I didn't realize – I thought it was going to be a lot about the, the, you know, the scandal that happened before the Olympics. But it ended up being much more just about Tanya Harding growing up as a kid there's kind of weird casting as far as like the the same actress the main actress uh who plays her as an adult um let's see here uh margot robbie uh plays her as a 15 year old her and her uh boyfriend who plays or her husband future husband jeff uh galuli uh played by sebastian stan so they play the characters as uh 15 year olds i don't know how old he's supposed to be but she's supposed to be 15 but she's you know like a grown woman playing a 15 year old not a whole lot of scenes with her being that braced up you know grilled up 15 year old girl but a little slightly off-putting is very much like saturday night live ish kind of but still in this movie that's serious with a lot of comedic moments um but yeah, like everything's f fucking amazing. The whole movie's amazing. You know, pretty pretty impactful message too towards the end. Um cuz it's it's put together the movie's put together almost like a mockumentary where there's a lot of talking heads played by the actors uh mixed with, you know, actual scenes of stuff going on. Um but then even in like the like if this was a mockumentary, like in the reenactments there's characters are breaking the fourth wall to like narrate stuff narrate like inner monologue kind of stuff um which i didn't mind at all like it was like zach morris to the 10th degree plus all the characters do it i think all the characters do it at least one point it seems like every character has a moment where they talk all the main characters actually talks to camera uh but it was like the style of how that was done mixed with the visual style. Fucking great. 
I I really enjoyed the movie. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know if it, in the theater that I went to, I went and tried to see it once on a Tuesday. I think I talked about it on either on this show or another show. Um, I went, I tried to go see it on a Tuesday at like one thirty, and the theater, the only theater showing it in the Valley, it was packed, it was just packed. So I couldn't go see it. It was only front row available. I'm not I'm I'll watch Star Wars on my birthday from the front row, but I'm not gonna watch I Tanya from the front row. And I went, you know, a week later, I go on a a Saturday, so it's a weekend, uh early show on a Saturday, and it's still almost sold out. You know, I got a better seat for sure. I'm you know, just not I wasn't in the prime seat, I was over to the side, but it's still like a theater where you have the reclining seats. You got the nice curved screen, nice big screen. So the presentation was great. I wasn't sitting next to, I was sitting next to people, but nobody was talking. So it was a good audience. Um, but yeah, it was fucking a really fun movie for how, like, for how dark her life was. It's like the having it, having the movie made in, in a lighter way with a lot of a lot of comedic moments um and it's not like comedic like slapsticky moments it's like comedic like you know people acting in a certain way or like one-liners comebacks fucking great uh yeah so i don't know i don't know what else to say about itania it's um you know you follow her from childhood up until past the scandal uh where she's like we're basically like the movie's basically one of the 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 messages of the movie is how like this woman according to the movie this woman had nothing to do with the crime aside from being associated with the fucking idiots that pulled it off cuz it wasn't supposed to be physical harm it was supposed to be psychological warfare you know where skaters do it all the time Somebody called in uh, a murder threat on Tanya, so she thought it was Nancy, and she wanted to fuck her up, so she's going to send, you know, death threats, uh, letters. They were supposed to be letters. Ended up being a smash knee. Um, spoilers. But for history, which I didn't know that going in. But And it's like, but she's just surrounded by fucking idiots, and, you know, she's kind of an idiot herself, allowing herself to be surrounded by the idiots, so it's not like you're blameless you know like you're if you're around people that are constantly causing you physical emotional and career pain maybe don't hang around with those people but uh like but the the fact is she didn't have anything to do with it i mean like she was associated the people actually involved got like 18 months of prison she didn't get any prison time but could no longer do the one thing that she could do was skate. So her whole livelihood was taken away because, and this was like also the, the time in our culture where news was becoming entertainment, where news is just, news isn't news now. News is all opinions and entertainment and commercials and shocking and bullshit. Like just what, Justin Bieber egging a house is like news, is world news. They'll break into a news cycle like, ah, breaking news, Justin Bieber found eggs and he throws them. 
So it was like it was just it was right before the OJ trial, which was kind of the big, big one that that took it, you know, where news was just like, fuck, yeah, we got we got all kinds of stuff to show. Um, so because of that and because of the public and just like their perception of it and how it was covered, her life was fucked. Her life was completely fucked. All she wanted to do was be a skater. And like, it's like, it's very much a bummer movie if you think about it. Like, the reality of everything that happened to her, and that, like, I mean, I guess, it, you know, there's the, the words at the end where it's like, you know, this is what these people are doing and stuff. But, uh, you know, she's still surviving, but it's very much a tragedy. Tragedy. This whole movie is a tragedy, um, but it's still, like, really enjoyable to watch really enjoyable to watch so i recommend going to see it even though i just kind of spoiled spoiled kind of the end in a way i mean it's still fucking like even if you followed the 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 shit in real life it still holds true from what i've heard like her costuming in the movie is very accurate to the reality um they had to like she was known for being able to do a triple axel Right. And even the skaters that they brought in to for the skating scenes that were they did a face swap on, uh like they couldn't get anybody or they like not many people can do it and nobody could do it on camera. This triple axle. So it's like she was able to do this very, you know, high end trick that nobody else could do, and that was kind of her secret sauce. Even though they all hated her. Like the judges hated her because she was poor white trash. You know, nobody like that's it's so much of our what our society is in a lot of ways where it's like. If you're poor coming from nothing, it's it's like exponentially more difficult to succeed than it is from somebody who's just from an affluent family and has like they're already in the club, basically. But if you're out of the club, it's almost impossible to get in the club. Very difficult to get in the club because they don't want you in the club. Because you make their club look bad. Because you're from here and you're you're in this club now and they don't want they want the they want their people in there. They want their people with a certain bank account, with a certain kind of family history, and they don't want, you know, somebody that's in an abusive, you know, relationship, divorced. You know, she didn't have any kids at the time, you know, it was all you know, it was a fucking shitty family growing up around a lot of shitty people. But it's fucking good, man. Despite it being like a tragic kind of a film, it's really fun. Uh, so I I recommend you go watch it. There's a movie that you want me to go see. Uh, there's a few kind of movies. All the money in the world. I want to go check that out. Uh, Molly's Game. I've heard good things. Um, and then whatever's getting nominated for Academy Awards, I'll probably see those if I haven't seen them. Uh, but if there's something you want me to review on here, please send that recommendation to me on Twitter. At Ray Taylor on Twitter uh, is where you can send it. I sometimes put up uh, like polls so you can vote on which movie I should see and review next. This time of year, there's not a whole lot of good things out to see. It's kind of just residue from you know the the award season. All the movies that come out that have to come out before the end of the year, like I Tanya's kind of one of those movies where though they might get a small release. 
at towards the end of the year, but then kind of opened a little bit wider in January. Uh, but this January, February, February really is the down month because all those movies from the holiday season are kind of gone, and it's a little bit too early for like there's usually a few movies in like spring and then summer is the big blockbusters although you know kong came out i think in february uh deadpool came out so they they might start releasing some of the bigger summer blockbusters a little bit earlier just to to avoid competing with like the marvels and the warner brothers and all that kind of shit or the dc comic book movies um yeah so go watch itania uh would have been it's definitely honorary honorable mention for my top 10 i don't know where it would have fit in there but it's definitely one of the best movies that came out last year that i've seen uh, i did just see it though this year um so go do that i also release a new piece of artwork i also do artwork in, in addition to reviewing movies uh it's a abstract portrait series all ink on paper there's almost 300 available now I release a new one daily that you can see on my Instagram page, at Ray Taylor. You can also buy any of the many faces, what the series is called, the many faces. You can buy one of those faces over at inspireddisorder.com. Um, they are inexpensive, uh, anywhere from $10 to $50 um, in a range of different sizes. Uh, so if you'd like any of those, please go over there and purchase that and help me survive and live. Uh, and InspiredDisorder.com is where you can find links to subscribe to this show on YouTube, iTunes. Uh, you can also subscribe to my other shows, Early Retirement Vlog. Uh, actually, that's the only other show I'm doing right now. Uh, but you can subscribe. Links are there to subscribe to that. And if you're the kind of person that donates and supports artists on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, go over to Patreon.com slash Disorder. I'll ask you donate a dollar. It's one dollar a month. It's monthly donation, so twelve dollars a year. Not really that bad, uh, but a dollar a month. Donate it, and uh, if you want to donate more, there's perks, so you can hop on those, take advantage of those. That's it. Till next time. That's uh, I Tanya review. Ray loves movies. My name is Ray Taylor. Have a great week. Peace out. You did it, man. Let's hear it for Ray, everybody.